Good morning, good morning. Welcome back, y'all, to another Come Out of the Wilderness Thursday prayer. I am back. I'm Shelly, and I am so blessed to be here. Ah, there's some days when I, I can't wait till the intro movie, music just stops so I can just get started. I'm so excited, but we're going to be talking about something today that I think is going to bless a lot of people, including myself. So um, so before we go further, let me get the admin things out of the way. And just for all of you all who are watching in the three different Facebook groups, um, please, if y'all could uh, tag someone, let folks know that we are on, share it with your friends, your family. For those of y'all who are on uh, LinkedIn and the YouTube streets, you know, drop us in the comments. Also, let us know where you're watching from. And a huge shout out to uh, all of the folks who are watching us on Parade Deck TV live on the Faith Channel. And we're just so excited to be here. So we're here every Thursday, y'all. Every Thursday, 7 a.m., I am here, <laughs> okay? And then uh, a couple of days later, you can listen to uh, the replay uh, on wherever you get your, your, your podcast, listen to the audio. So, so today we're talking about finding hope in the wilderness. And I, I wanted to just um, share a little bit because when I originally got uh, this this teaching, I usually get it. Sometimes it's a week in advance, but you know everything has to be done and dusted and prayed over before I come before y'all. I'm not just showing up. Um, and uh, when when the Lord was uh, directing me or inspiring me to talk about wilderness, come out of the wilderness itself. Just just to give y'all a little bit of context, I'm gonna be wearing my heart on my sleeve a little bit. Okay. Um, to come out of the wilderness itself as a prayer started over a year ago uh, on my personal Facebook page. And it wasn't, it didn't have this title at all. Come out of the wilderness is something that Lord, it was, it was actually called pie teen prayers. And even before that, it was just me. <laughs> it was not even given, there was no title at all. Um, but it started out of a need to pray for kids. So every Thursday at 7 a.m., I was uh, in my home by myself praying for kids, for teens, because I wanted I wanted to reach and you know basically lift up and pray for families, and that's how it started more than a year ago. And then the Lord started to move me out of a, a very interesting space, which was at that time my wilderness. So when I talk about being in the wilderness, y'all, I've been in the wilderness for twenty something years, y'all. <laughs> what you're seeing now is on the other side. But there is actually hope even while you're in that period. And so I think it's important for me to, to share some of the, the, the context and the story and the history behind what's happening here. Because I, alongside many people, have been witnessing how the Lord has been using my obedience in the wilderness because of him, y'all. Because it, it ain't Shelly doing it. It's literally the Holy Spirit giving me the strength to do it, Okay but I've watched him use this broken and chipped vessel to get his word out to his people globally. So, so we started, like I said, uh, Thursday morning prayers, and now we're on multiple platform. And every week there's thousands of people that hear us. And the intention behind Come Out of the Wilderness, he's also encouraged me to start some other smaller groups in different places, not just inspiring on the job, but in many, many places, many, many places. And as I was sitting here this morning thinking about finding hope in the wilderness, 
I just wanted to share that, that sometimes the wilderness looks different for some people. So what is the wilderness? Let's just start there. Um, actually, before we even get started, let me just, let me just, let me just say a quick, let me just say the prayer that's on my heart. Uh, Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to come again before you. And Father, if I have found favor in your sight, if I have found favor in your sight, if I have found favor in your sight, I ask that you will give us the wisdom and understanding of your word so that we know what you're saying. We get inspired and encouraged by the Holy Spirit and that you will take over this call so that lives will be changed and minds will even be transformed and people will find more hope in you, not in me. Glorify yourself through me, Lord, this broken and chipped vessel and draw your folks, draw your people back to you and demonstrate the power of your Holy Spirit through love and hope today in this message. Amen. All right. Yeah, we can't go any further <laughs> to do that. So when I when I uh, when I share this this uh, every week, and I share the the kind of the context or or theme um, for what we're going to be talking about. And today is finding hope in the wilderness. And I talked about um, the wilderness that is literal and um, metaphorical. It's 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 considered a place of isolation and challenge. And you know, if you've been in the wilderness, you know it's not it's not the beach, okay? <laughs> but I was looking up just the um, just a definition of the wilderness and just a common definition of the wilderness is a wild and uninhabited area left in its natural condition. The wilderness, so I'm gonna drop this in the chat, okay? Cause I thought this was so profound, but this is just starting with like, what is the wilderness in a, in a basic natural sense? It is a wild and uninhabited area that was left in its natural Condition. So I'm going to use myself as the example. Before I truly, truly yielded to the Holy Spirit, gave my life to Christ, I was chilling in this wilderness, okay? And this wilderness was wild. My thoughts were wild. My behaviors were wild. My response was wild. My prayer life was wild. It was, it was uninhabited, meaning the Holy Spirit wasn't here, y'all. <laughs> okay. A lot of us are Christians and we say we've got and we don't. We don't. But it was a, a wilderness and it was left to its, uh, its natural condition. Everything I was doing, I was responding in a natural sense, meaning I wasn't tapping into, into the Holy Spirit for anything. It was all about my flesh, what I needed, what I wanted, where I was going to go, how I was going to do some things. It was a wilderness. My thoughts were a wilderness. My actions were a wilderness and all these things. Okay. So, so that is just the starting point of the wilderness. But as I was in the wilderness, because I've, I've come out of that, there were, there were some things, there were four things that I needed to learn. And the first thing was around dwelling. So Ezekiel tw uh, 34, verse 25, I'm going to drop the, the verses in here because they're really short. I'm not going to share my screen and do all that. You can just grab it in the chat, y'all. But um, Ezekiel, this is um, 34, 25, and I'm calling this dwelling. And this, the word says, I will make with them a covenant of peace and banish wild beasts from, beasts from the land so that they may dwell securely in the wilderness and sleep in the wood. Why is that? So even in this wilderness, even in this place, that is cut off 
from the spirit. I'm just operating on my natural, the way I think, the way I, you know, where I think things should be, the way I believe things should go. I'm operating on my flesh, what I want, what I need, etc. Right? Treating the Lord like Santa Claus. Okay. Even in this wilderness, there was hope, even in the way that I was dwelling, because the Lord was securing me. Even in this wilderness. So, for example, there's a lot of us that are in the wilderness on our jobs. And I say I talk about jobs a lot because a lot of the folks that uh, that I talk to are, are working professionals or parents. OK. And so if the, the wilderness for you right now is on the job where you feel like it's a wild, uninhabited area and it's left into his nat its natural condition. OK. Even on the job, even if that's your wilderness, even in that place, the Lord is saying that he will give you, he, he'll make a covenant of peace. He'll banish the wild beasts from the land, the things that would attack, right? Those things that will come for you, okay? So that you'll dwell securely in the wilderness. He's taking care of you and sleep in the woods. Imagine the kind of peace that you have to have to be able to sleep in the woods. So that is, that is one example of hope, finding hope while you're in the wilderness is how the Lord will provide a place where you can dwell securely. You can feel secure and you can even rest in that situation, knowing that he has a covenant, a promise of peace, a promise of peace. So the second, uh, the second one is around testing. And this is Matthew 4, verse 1. Again, I'm just going to drop these in the chat because it's just a little bit easier than uh, sharing my screen. So Matthew 4, uh, verse, uh, verse 1, uh, this is testing, and the word testing is mine. Uh, the word says, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And so let's break that down. So then Jesus was led by the Spirit, big S, into the wilderness to be tested, to be tempted by the devil. So some of us are being led into this place for a reason, for a reason. And testing looks different to everybody. Testing is different. Some of us are being tested with patience. Some are being tested, do you actually trust God? So there's some things that are being taken from you because he wants to know, are you, are you, more, uh, are you more interested in these things and these material things than you are in a relationship with him? And so you're gonna be tested. You're gonna be tested as a parent you're going to be tested as a spouse. You're going to be tested as a friend. And your response to those tests in that, in that wild situation, in that wilderness, determines how long you're going to be in that test and, uh, and, and all of those things. So testing. But even in the wilderness, the hope is that the Lord is not, he's not setting you up to fail. The test is to help you build a better relationship with the Lord and to understand where your actual strength comes from, is to know that you can't do anything without him. And so even the test is like a cheat code because once you figure out that the Holy Spirit is going to help you through some things, if you're listening, if you're obedient, if you're following, then even those tests you can overcome. So testing happening in the wilderness and even those testing, you can still have and find hope. So the other one that I wanted to share, I'm calling new things and transformation. New things and transformation is um, really important for me because this is this is where come out of the wilderness came from. This is the verse that's associated with this entire prayer platform, which is 
become uh, so much more than I ever dreamed or hoped for. And I'm shouting out Makisha and Shannon and Carla, other women of God who who joined this journey. We've we've linked together, and the Lord is doing some amazing, crazy things. Shouting out Natalie and Audrey, and watching God work through their lives to expand and do some amazing things out of obedience, being in the wilderness and coming out of that. New things and transformation are my words here. And the verse says, behold, I'm doing a new thing, a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Don't you see it? (laughs) I will make a way. It didn't say Shelly will make a way in the wilderness. It didn't say Sophia will make a way in the wilderness. It didn't say Brenda will make a way in the wilderness. It didn't say Sam will make a way in the wilderness. It says, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers, rivers in the desert. So there are things that spring up out of that wilderness. And that is another hope while you're in, the, while you're in this, this period of, of testing and refining and, and purification. And the Lord is calling you to come into a relationship with me. You don't need to pay a prophet to tell you what your future is. Come talk to the Holy Spirit and he will show you if, you're, if you have eyes to see. Because new things, new things are springing for. It's just you have to be able, you have to be positioned. So he'll position you in that wilderness, but there's still hope while you're in this situation or this trial, this period of your life that feels like nothing is making sense. This is a perfect time that God is going to show you what's coming for you. The last thing I want to share with you is it's Hebrew 11 verse one, and it talks about finding hope. This is so, y'all, this is like, So I shared this verse um, in the um, Come Out of the Wilderness prayer group yesterday because I was studying it in preparation for today. And there were some things that I learned as I was studying it that Holy Spirit showed me. And I'm going to share it really, really quickly with y'all. And then we'll uh, go into prayer and we'll we'll close this out. Uh, Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. Other uh, other translation says faith is the evidence of things hoped for. I, I did, thank you, Lord. <laughs> the conviction of things not seen, but it starts with hope. So before you get to faith, you actually have to have hope. It starts with hope. It starts with hope. You're not going to be able to see anything. You're not going to be able to perceive these new things. You're not going to be able to to uh, hear the Lord. You're not going to have any of those things if you have zero hope. And so that's why it's so important that you have hope while you're in this situation, while you're in this wilderness right now, that you don't lose hope. You don't lose faith. You don't lose belief. Understand that while you're in this period in your life, whatever your wilderness, like I said, whatever the wilderness is for you, whatever this situation is for you, you're going through testing. Yes but he's still gonna give you peace even while you're in this situation. Learn the test so you can come out of the wilderness. He's still gonna take care of you, right? You know, as you're in this this period of life, this situation, whatever this is, sometimes he puts you in the wilderness so that he can, you can hear him clearly, much more clearly. You know, the, 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 there, there are times when the Lord just cuts me off from people because I need to be fully, engage with him. He wants my full attention, y'all. Okay. And there are going to be times when he's going to say, I need your attention. Turn off the TV, (laughs) put down the phone. 
Don't call so-and-so. Just sit with me. Just, just pray with me. Just, just commune with me. The Lord is going to call you into these, these, these moments uh, in time so that he can speak to you and share and, and present things to you, right? Right? Behold, I am doing a new thing. How are you going to know what that new thing is if you're not listening, if you're not hearing, if you're not in relationship with the Lord? If you're listening to too many people tell you what God says about you and you don't know what he told you because you won't even listen to him. He speaks to you directly. He speaks to you through dreams. He speaks to you through sermons. You speak, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to reach you in different ways and he will always have a confirmation based on the word. So it's not gossip, right? It's not someone just saying, you know, on TikTok, you know, the Lord says you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to build houses this season. Well, and he never told you that, <laughs> right? You have to have a relationship so you can hear clearly that builds your hope. And the reason why a lot of, a lot of us lose hope is because we're listening to the wrong things. So we're listening to people build us up our flesh to tell us how amazing we are. And then when the Lord puts you in a test, you find out you're not so amazing. Now you've lost hope, <laughs> right? He speaks to you through dreams in different ways. And I had this incredible dream. So I'm going to share this dream that I had last night. For those of you who are in this period of uh, this wilderness period and you're, you're, you're trying to figure out like, what does that mean? How do I hear from God even through dreams? A lot of us, a lot of people don't get dreams or they, they, you know, they don't understand some of the dreams or they're, they're trying to make it more complicated than it is. So before I rest my head at night, I, I asked, I asked the Lord, <laughs> you know, if it is your will to speak to me through your, to my dreams and make it plain so that I can understand it when I come out of it. Holy Spirit, right? Make it plain for me so that I understand when I come out. And then if it's your will, I will share it with others. So here's an example of a, a dream, uh, a dream that I had just last night. And it was very profound. And it was already confirmed on some things by some other people. And I knew it was in the word as well. But it was a dream that I was, um, I was, I was, I was at a situation where, and I'm not I'm going to try to skip some of the details, but I was at a situation where I was just being myself and someone had recorded it and taken a clip of, of me just being myself. I was talking about some things and this thing ended up being um, shared out on the internet. Um, I was just being myself. And for some reason, I was at my uh, my in-laws house and we we're just sitting around and I started getting these texts saying that uh, this this clip of me was all over the Internet and the Jimmy Kimmel show was running it. So so now this thing blew up a little bit bigger. But keep in mind, I was just being myself. And I realized that in that space of being in myself, I was actually being myself talking about God. <laughs> OK, I was talking about the Lord. And so it wasn't an act. It was just me being myself, being who I am. And, uh, and then there was a part of the dream where he uh, brought me into this yard and there were deceased and dead animal on the yard. A woman had come to see me and she was pregnant. She was fully pregnant, maybe like eight or nine months. She was busting pregnant. And it was a woman that I had uh, 
I was supposed to meet up. She was supposed to come and get something from me. There was something I was supposed to give to her, but I didn't expect her to show up pregnant. And she was pregnant with promise, okay? So he had sent this woman to me and we're walking through these the, through this yard and there are dead dogs all around us. So now I'm, uh, now I'm understanding that there are things that are gonna die off and fall off around me, right? It's not gonna impact me at all. And I'm moving this, this woman full, filled with promise through this yard. And we get to this place that looks like um, different ways to go further. So there was a set of stairs, there was an escalator, and there was an elevator. Understand? There was a set of stairs, there was an escalator, and then there was an elevator right in the middle. And I went in front of the steps, and I and a man showed up. A man showed up and said, "That's going to take too long." I looked at the ele the escalator, and it was confusing. It was going in different directions. Do you understand? And then he put me in front of the elevator and that was acceleration. And then we took the elevator. <laughs> okay. So for me, he took the elevator and I knew for me, that was the Holy Spirit guiding me that I was on the right path and there was an acceleration happening. So this is, and I, how do I know this is because I have a relationship with the Lord and I and he will translate things for me. Like I said, some of these things are already metered out and confirmed in other conversations I have with some people, okay? And so as I took this, this, uh, this elevator, I ended up on a train. And for those who are prophetic, you know, train if you, you means you're moving, means you're moving in the right direction. And this thing just took off. And so we're on the train. This thing just took off. And that was the dream. And I woke up. And the first thing I do was, Lord, if it be your will, if I have found favor in your sight, let me remember this dream and share it with others. And so that's what I'm doing now. So why am I sharing you sharing this dream? Because when you're in the wilderness, the Lord is going to start speaking to you in different ways. So like I said, this is this is a dream. I get dreams. I get many dreams. Some of them, you know, they're not, they're not even worth remembering because they're not. There's nothing. There's not a lesson. There's nothing. Um, spirit led about them. It's just a dream. Okay. But this one, I understood what it meant. And some of you are getting dreams and losing hope while you're in this wilderness, while you're in this period of uncertainty and you're losing hope because you're getting dreams that you're not even understanding what you're getting. He's speaking to you, but you don't know what he's saying because you're not connected. And the only way that you can get connected is through the word. And then, like I said, he will send confirmation he will send confirmation. So for those who are overlooking the dreams and the confirmation that the Lord is sending you, and by virtue of me speaking this thing out, my dream is now recorded so that it will help somebody else. So as I'm in the wilderness and I'm finding hope, I'm coming back and I'm inspiring and encouraging you to go back to the Lord Jesus. And I'm, I'm you know, my words are not falling on uh, rocks. They're falling on soil. Do you understand? And so that also builds up hope while you're in the in, in the wilderness is to share and talk about these experiences to help somebody else. Because I can talk to myself all day, but it means nothing if I'm not connecting with God's people. So I just wanted to share that with you. That that builds up your hope. That builds up your hope. So I hope that helps, y'all. You know, like I said, the, the wilderness, you know, you're gonna go through, we're all, we're all gonna go through periods where. Um, where the Lord has us in uh, wilderness periods where you do, you know, you become a little bit isolated because he wants to get your attention and, and work on you. And if you're, if you're smart enough, and if you, if you're, if you're hungry enough, 
you will you will yield you will yield to the Lord when he does that. So now we'll close in prayer, Lord. We just thank you so much for this another day. We thank you, Lord, that you've gone ahead. And the words that I've spoken, Lord, let them be more than just words. Let them be encouraging and hopeful and inspiring. I, I pray, Lord, that you are touching someone's heart right now, that only you know what's going, what's going on, Lord God, that all of the uh, heartbreak and broken spirits and broken dreams and loss of hope, Lord God, I pray that that you will renew our minds and, and bring us back to you. And in this day, in this hour, I pray over every single person who is watching live and watching the replay or listening to us wherever they are across the world, Lord God, that they'll come to know you, Lord Jesus, as, as I have, as I have. And I thank you, Lord, that you continue to bless us, though we don't deserve it. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice. In your name I pray, amen. All right. Temptation is real. So I don't know why this is kids, but don't be tempted, y'all. Go back to Christ and go back and read some of these, uh, you know, these chapters and verses and experience the word for yourself. Don't just, you know, don't just listen. Experience the word for yourself and, and God bless you. I will be back next Thursday and y'all have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Take care. Mm -hmm.